0: and welcome to another episode of Looking for Love in All the Wrong Dust Jackets, a show where three cool chicks from college decide to talk to you about romance in books, movies, TV shows, who knows? My name is Liz. I'm Danny. I'm Wiggles. And welcome to the show. All right, folks, today we're talking about The Lost City, the movie. Uh, before we get into that, the whole Spoiler alert, not spoiler alert, but, you know, warning, beep, boop. Uh, We swear we are going to say all sorts of stuff at you. So if you don't like that, I'm sorry. Maybe this isn't for you. See you next
1: time where we'll swear again. Yeah. Yeah. I have a tremendous potty mouth, so. Yeah, fuck you. It cannot be (laughs) fucking (laughs) canned. I feel like I rambled
0: a little bit, but we got there in the end.
2: You know, and that's really all that's important. Um, In the
1: end, it was the journey. It's fine. It's the friends you made (laughs) along the way.
0: Okay. But before we get into this movie, what have you guys been, like, up to? What are you reading, watching? Whatever.
2: Not a goddamn thing. Um, I've been focused on making my apartment less of a disaster, as these two can see, uh, unsuccessful. This move has been one of the toughest I've had and I've moved many places. So don't don't move houses. Live in the same place forever and ever and then die. That's my advice.
1: Danny, I did something that's a little nightmare fuel-y. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my lovely friends, it's being very supportive of this podcast. I believe she sends our TikTok ideas all the time for books. Mm. Um, but any any that she finds that are just really fucking weird or whatever, she sends directly to me. And she sent us a TikTok that is all about a book called Bagged by the Groceries. I can't. <laughs> and the author is Fanny Tucker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and so she sent me this TikTok. I watched it. And then I sent it to the two of them. Because if it's in my brain, it n- now needs to be in theirs. I then discovered that it was on Kindle Unlimited, and I read it. I, I still can't
2: believe you did that. I, I was, mm.
1: OK, in my defense, it is a very short book. <laughs> it w- Literally on the first page, you were at 10% done.
0: Well, the thing you haven't told the listeners is what this book is about. Because it sounds like, oh, maybe I'm going to fuck some grocery man. That's not what happened.
1: Well, (laughs) yes and no. So it, it, (laughs) she's going to, the main character, she's going to cook a dinner for her husband. And then her husband's like, oh no, I have a client meeting and goes out to dinner with his clients. Cause God forbid. Um, and then, so she's home with the groceries, but when she went to pick up the groceries, she ran into a little old lady. She almost hit her with the cart and the old lady cursed her. They are in New Orleans. It was some voodoo shit. Okay. And she she's drinking some wine and kind of ignoring the world. And then she hears a noise in the house. And then the groceries are everywhere. And there's a thing of yogurt on the floor. And it turned into a grocery man. <laughs> tell, tell them what the gro- tell them what the yogurt's for. Tell them the yoga yogurt <laughs> is um semen. <laughs> That comes out of his his cucumber? His cucumber cock.
2: Jesus Christ. Um,
1: he had cantaloupes for buttholes. For butthole? <laughs> that's a that's a juicy butt. <laughs> <laughs> for butt cheeks for his cantaloupes. At one point she digs her fingernails in them until she can feel the juice running down them. Okay, cantaloupes are hard. I know.
2: <laughs> Girl. She's got she's got that. Um, grocery dick she can handle anything he had eggplant arms okay
1: (laughs) and a ham tongue
2: that's the worst part i know (laughs) no (laughs) no
1: his chest was a flower a bag of flour
2: no
1: it was it was just it was a lot it really was um and he basically and he ends up being a voodoo loa of of fertility and Does she
2: fucking get pregnant with groceries? Not with groceries.
1: It's because he fucked her and put yogurt inside her. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Then the next man that fucks her will get her pregnant. He is. He is. He primed the pump. Wiggles. Yeah. He fertilized. Disgusting. No. In his Never words, say that again. <laughs> he fertilized the soil.
2: I like mine better. <laughs> And don't like either, but I'll accept Danny's.
1: <laughs> and so then the husband comes home that night and fucks her and she gets pregnant. Um, but yeah, it's a very short book. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. It was definitely one of those, fuck it, this is happening moments. We'll do it live. Um, yeah. But the second I, I sent them that TikTok, they, I, I got texts back that were like, I feel a little violated danny Mm -hmm. what 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 did you just do and i'm
2: like well angela did it to me so now now you're in it too it's too much it's too much sometimes there are lines that shouldn't be crossed and getting fucked with groceries is one for me
1: i mean it could be somebody's kink i am not
2: kink shaming. i I actually think that is a thing that people are into like like yeah getting using like stuffed with vegetables like a fucking thanksgiving turkey oh his hands were baby carrots that's Disturbing. They're so—they're too small. That's. They were like individual knuckles. That's. I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) So Liz,
1: what have you been reading?
0: Oh um yeah, so I read a few things, or at least I finished a few things during this week. I read *Ensnared*, *The Spider's Mate* by Tiffany Roberts. (laughs) Why?
2: Yeah. Why? How are the? I had to know.
0: I had to know.
1: I, I can't say I I read Begged by the Groceries, So and I now understand now that you know
0: Do I know now? Yeah Yeah. yeah now I know. that you know I know How do you feel? Well like the book Itself was like a 2.5 But I think that's Just because It took too long To get moving And not even sexually Like they didn't Meet each other Until you were like 25% into the book Oh
2: What, what kind of spider Are we talking about here? Like was it a furry spider? Was it a sleek spider? Was it a like Black widow? And if you get bitten you're fucking dead
0: well no because it was a male spider and brown recluse it they didn't reference what spider on earth is similar because it's on a different planet but yes they do talk about his hairy legs sometimes <laughs>
2: <laughs> i
1: don't think i could
2: uh, okay okay
0: but I also finished Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. I loved it. It's a 4.5, 4.75. Loved it. Um, I understand a lot of people maybe are on the fence. Um, some people love it. Some people don't. I think, I think the problem is just like a lot of people are putting a lot of expectations going into it, whereas I, I guess I didn't. I was like, this is a fantasy novel. And that's what it is. It's a fantasy novel. It does have spicy scenes. It does have a romance plot line, but it is not a fantasy romance. Mm. It is a fantasy novel. Huh. I really liked it.
2: I'll, I'll probably give it a chance, but let's be honest. It's going on to my TBR, which has 1,400 books. So
0: I knows? listened to the audiobook, and the only issue I had with that was because it's in first person. There were so many times where I was like, is she saying this out loud? Is she saying it just like in her head? Is she saying it in her head to her dragons? I don't know. I don't know.
1: So there's Maybe dragons that's
0: why involved. people don't
2: like it?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure if you physically read the book, uh, that wouldn't be I, a problem. I
2: thought you were saying, sorry. I, I'm slow on the uptick.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's all about dragons. It's an academia. It's adult academia. She's 20. She is learning to be a dragon rider. Ooh. Yeah, Danny. I think you would actually really like it. I think I would, honestly. too.
2: Can you send that to me? Is she a dragon oh, rider or
0: a dragon rider? Nope. The first one. Oh. The first one. Okay. okay. The first one. It's important to distinguish that, okay? The dragons are not for fucking. <laughs>
1: Damn. Um, <laughs> and that's why I clarified. <laughs> I do like a good dragon fucking, but I also like a good dragon riding. I do think you would really like it. I have a third book.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course was, you did. I was it's on good. a war path. I read A Soul to Touch by Opal Rain, and this is the Dustwalker series, which I am just obsessed with and in love with. And this is the best one. It's the third book so far. It's a five. I love it so much. I'm dying.
2: Would you like us to maybe read one of those? It's already on the list. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> if you want, if you want a true monster romance with really good world building, um, and just great characters, like all of her characters, because a lot of times when you get into these repetitive or like series where there's monsters, they always kind of have the same kind of like, we all have to get to the same like thing. And she does a really good job of say, of, of kind of having that, but giving you distinct like paths to how they get together or like what kind of brings them fully together. Interesting. Hmm. And I know I said that super vague, but that's because
2: I don't want to spoil anything and i I wouldn't have it any other way okay guys so what we are talking about today though is the lost city um so spoilers ahead for this movie if you haven't watched it it came out in 2022 and it's your fault okay um (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding but go watch it and then come back and listen to this because otherwise you're gonna be like what the fuck um anywho so this movie uh, stars the duo of Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. And they are uh, a romance novelist and her cover model. And they are supposed to just be doing a normal book tour when Daniel Radcliffe sh- shows up and decides that he's going to take his turn at being a Bond villain, essentially. Um, and c- utter chaos ensues because uh, Sandra Bullock is kidnapped. Channing Tatum goes after her with Brad Pitt, um, and it's a lot of failure. It's a lot of <laughs> failure. It's a much failure. Um, and uh, but it's fine because it all works out in the end. How nobody's really sure, but it does. Um, and so you get your happy, go lucky ending. Um, so, like I said, spoilers. Um, <laughs> but if you have not watched enough rom coms to know that that's going to end with a happy note, then. I don't know. Educate yourself. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, uh, A few little, like, fun facts that I've been able to find on this. Um, Ryan Reynolds was originally supposed to play the male lead um, because they were going to do a reunion after the proposal. Um, And that just... They couldn't make a deal happen. So whatever. Um... Uh, also, Loretta leaves her uh, wedding ring in the stone coffin prior to escaping the cave tomb and um, however, in the last scene of the movie, Loretta is wearing her ring on her necklace. so how did that happen? How did that happen? Um, or editing choices yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's that's those were the fun little fun facts. I'm sure there's way more um, but yeah that's what I've got. Do you so know who the real
1: star of this movie is? Daniel Radcliffe. That sparkly tracksuit. Oh God, that is gorgeous. <laughs> I could never pull it off. She literally in this and well, most of the most of the movie. When she gets kidnapped, she is wearing this god awful spark- hot pink sparkly one piece suit that her publicist made her wear for the book tour.
2: Beth, her publicist is honestly one of my favorite characters. Oh my god, love she's a I love her so much. Um, especially specifically the scene where she's like gone through hell and back to get to this island and the like police station is shut down and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we're closed." And she's like, "Listen." Like she doesn't I'm, I keep expecting her to be like, "You're going to get your ass in gear." And instead she's just like, "This is my life." <laughs> and it's sad and depressing and Don't make it more sad and depressing. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) it kills me. She's like, I want a back rub and I want a foot rub at the same time. Does that make sense? No, but I want it. I'm like, I, I, yes. 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 I also
1: love that, like her grandma, who is, uh, I don't think she has Alzheimer's. I think she's just real old Old. and and slightly, I mean, if you're that old, you, Mm -hmm. you, sure, You have every right to be a little forgetful and everything. And she's, like, distracting her so that she doesn't find out. And so, like, the person who needs to run Loretta's uh, social social medias and stuff is, like, reading her romance novels and (laughs) stuff. Yes. I
0: I get the vibe from... Nana, I don't actually remember her name. I'm going to call her Nana, though. I think she is called. Nana. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I get the vibe from her that she uses her oldness to get things for sure.
1: Oh yeah. Um, you mean the way all three of us are going to do it when we get older? One
2: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the the one of the few things that I really don't like about this movie is the is the portrayal of that millennial like being the representative oh, yeah. for all of millennials because I'm just like the things she says. Oh, I know it hurts my Who soul. Who would say that? Like, the whole, although I will admit the, the Sean Mendes hashtag thing is kind of funny as a, like, a reoccurring gag yeah. of, like, oops, I've been kidnapped. Hashtag <laughs> Shawn, Shawn, Shawn Mendes. Mendes. <laughs> uh, and poor Shawn Mendes is like, what? What is what? happening?
0: <laughs> What's going on?
2: Hashtag Shawn Mendes. Um, but... It's just like she says dumb shit and is like s- stupid on a level that I I can't understand. So I'm just sort of like, uh, can, is this how it's going to be for like the next 10 years? it's just like millennials are old, but they're still young and dumb. Like, can we not? I don't know why we keep doing this. I mean, this is a bit of a
0: tangent, but millennials are in our 30s. Some of us are. Yeah. Mm hmm. Some are in mid twenties, it, like it's a range, but
1: we're not we're not just kids. dumb
0: kids anymore.
1: No, we're at the point of we're quarter life at this point. Right? Like, yeah. I, no, just I'm ex- I'm exhausted. Everything hurts. I don't got time for that bullshitty stuff. I have a hard enough time making TikToks for this fucking podcast. Wow, well, I finally <laughs> started
2: doing shit. Here's the here's the thing. Like, I think that. People need to recognize that millennials, have, for the most part, aren't really on social media anymore. Mm-mm. If we are, I it's usually Twitter. I will concede that point. But like, oh, the only Twitter. reason I'm really on it is for the podcast. If I'm being completely honest, the only I like consuming
0: I've... things. I don't like posting things. Yeah, yes, posting. Yes, God, no.
1: Absolutely. Am I constantly on TikTok? Yes. Do I post things? I did today yes. <laughs> to tag the podcast. I, I put my face out there today. I, I did put my face out there. Mm-hmm. But it was... Uh,
2: I hashtag really Shawn Mendez. God damn <laughs> <heaven>, it, I should have. <laughs> my next TikTok is never for no to. reason at all just going to be hashtag Shawn Mendes. <laughs> Goodness.
1: I never know what to hashtag. I'm going to have to have you help me with that wigs.
2: Oh, I'm not sure that mine are doing great. Because, like, How I have some me? videos that are sitting at, like less than 50 views. So something I'm doing is wrong. But eh. TikTok's a fickle Like mystery. how do I have 200 plus like 50 or something like that followers but only 50 people see it? That seems odd. But okay. Back to the movie. Yeah, let's talk about. Oh my god, I'm looking oh, so oh my god. let <laughs> talk about knows. our main
1: girl.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Loretta, eh? Mhm. Ugh, Sandra Bullock. She's can a do sexy no lady.
2: I love me some. I like I've said this since I was a teenager that I want to look as hot as her. Now, not right. <laughs> not in like by the time I'm her age. Uh, this is still true. How really? is she so hot?
0: How Just old study. is she? We're gonna. Um, it, while she's filming this, she is in her. Fifties. I remember because we looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum are fifteen years apart.
2: Yes, in
0: this movie.
2: Yeah, Ugh,
1: she's so pretty. I just I stare at her. Like, and she pulled off that stupid
2: tracksuit. She did. That she did. Yeah, she's literally um, to put put this in context. She's only like two years younger than my parents. Yeah. Yeah. And my parents don't look like her. No. I mean no, my parents guess. look
0: good for their age, but not that good. Yeah, I'm not so. saying that they, that my parents don't. I'm well, just saying they don't look like Sandy Bowl. It's easier when you've got millions
2: of dollars.
0: <laughs> and it becomes your job to look like that yeah. because you're gonna be on <laughs> a movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's uh fair it's enough. a different ball game. You know, you're not you're it's like mm-hmm. somebody in T ball playing with somebody who is in, you know, the major league. It's it's not fair. It's a blowout. But Anyway, other than her being pretty, she's also fucking hilarious. She oh, really she's is. she's so
1: fucking funny. Her and that goddamn wheelbarrow in the chair. <laughs> the leg, like, scrawled
2: out weird. <laughs> she really knows when to turn on the, like, uh, frustration. And yeah. when to just, like, be like, no, I'm going with the flow. She's really good at, like, feeling that out. Because mm-hmm. um, if you look at, like, a lot of her her movies, especially comedies, it's the frustration is her equivalent of uh i would say like will ferrell screaming mm-hmm. right sure like her being like oh, my God. oh why do you do this um that's hers that's her version is a quiet frustration mm-hmm.
1: quietly trying not to strangle you
2: yes yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah as a character i love i like loretta she's deeply depressed Mm -hmm. because i think it was five years ago she lost her husband Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and that was the reason she started reading writing these books because he was an Mm archaeologist
0: i thought she'd been writing these books while he was still alive she had been yeah
1: yeah like that was the reason she had been writing them is because he was an archaeologist Well,
0: so was she she was but she couldn't get like her history books or anything like published so she turned to romance
1: yeah Mm -hmm. And so she was having fun with it when he was alive and everything, and then he passed away. Which do they say what happened to him?
2: No, no, well, not you, that I remember. I, th- I think it's just. I think it's just vaguely he died. Yeah, yeah. I assume it's. I, I assume that it wasn't some deeply horrific tragic accident. And I,
1: I, yeah, I'm assuming he like whatever got not not whatever. That sounds so heartless, Danny. Jesus Christ. Um. I'm assuming he got cancer or something that died tragically too young, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it was, like, a horrific accident or anything.
0: I like that they gave her a backstory like that instead of just, like, she's a lonely single lady who's been pining over the romance book she writes for her whole life. Mm
1: -hmm. Right, yeah.
2: She's like, no, that's not my vibe.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I just don't want to.
2: After watching *Romancing the Stone*, it's really hard not to draw
0: comparison. I know, I know the entire time in my brain, I was like, "Oh, this, 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 yes. this." Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but I think it's interesting that they allowed for um, the main female character to be in her fifties, right? And mm-hmm. like, I, I would assume, based on like on *Romancing the Stone*, based on how they looked, mm-hmm. that they were in thirties. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so. I thought that was really great because the only other real representation of that like age group that you have are those horrific sex in the city movies. <laughs> 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 They're so bad. Um, everyone involved should be ashamed. So the the other thing I think uh, that's worth noting on that same wavelength is Channing Tatum is the opposite of what uh, Michael Douglas was in, mm-hmm. in Remains of the Stone. Like he's a fumbling idiot. Yep. <laughs> and, and I love it. Like, I, I didn't, when you, when so, that pairing was first, like, brought up, I was mm-hmm. like, really? And then I was like, actually, I fucking love this.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. Um, especially because they have Jack Trainer mm-hmm. or Brad Pitt's character who oh is kind of, like, fulfilling
2: that <laughs> tough guy. I'm here to rescue you. Oh, my God. I love it so much. And, and then, the second uh, he shows up, I'm like, oh my god! Every yeah. every single moment with with Jack Trainer in mm-hmm. it, I I'm like laughing my ass off. It's, yeah, it's the best because it's so funny, and, and and you require somebody like Channing Tatum to make it funny, right? Like right. you need that like you need that guy who's like, I've got a plan, and this is great. Because if if it was just the Joe Trainer. Uh, guy or Jack Train or whatever, Jack Trainor, <laughs> the Jack. trainer guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it would it would be just another you know action flick. Yeah. And you'd be like, right, Great. exciting.
1: Oh my god, it cracks me up. So th- my favorite line ever is, "Why are you so handsome?" My father was a weatherman. <laughs> I love so that. Funny. That's the explanation. Yeah.
2: Like, it totally makes sense. <laughs> like, what? Well, that's the whole joke,
0: right? That, like, for some reason, weather peoples are always so attractive. I mean, they are, though. They right? Are. Yeah. Meteorologists. Why is that? Not weather people, meteorologists.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I weirdly know a lot
2: of them. Are they all attractive, Danny? Yes. They are, though. Weirdly. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's a, I don't know. It's a good rationalization in that context, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. I. I just had this moment though, while they were dialing up Jack Trainer to go safer in the jungle. I was like, "You, we need to have extraction people. You need to have the guy that you call when somebody kidnaps somebody that you
2: love. I have no guy. If somebody gets kidnapped, you're fucked." I mean, like, if it was literally just call up somebody who's ex-military, I have a guy. But I don't think uh, that guy can go save you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a the difference
0: between like being ex army or in it for four years or whatever and like x you know spec ops or navy seal or whatever
2: right. right it's true we apparently need to find our jack trainer uh if you would like to volunteer uh let us know at rondesjackets.com please so make
0: sure that <laughs> your mother or father was a meteorologist yes it's,
2: it's <laughs> critical to the mission
0: a requirement
2: oh my god i also just love that like <laughs> Uh, the 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 thing where Channing Tatum kept beating the guys he's already knocked out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't kind of stop laughing at that. Where he's like, "I need you to stop, okay? Why do you keep doing this? Why are you doing this?"
0: <laughs> well, Channing Tatum does a really good job as Alan in this, but also just in a lot of his movies of playing that like dumb, lovable idiot, just yes. like being that that goofball that you're like.
2: <sighs> I love him so much. Well, he's dumb, but he's not stupid. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Well, and he,
1: I really like that they, so he's dumb. He,
2: he's really he is dumb. very dumb.
1: But I also like that, like, you realize as you watch the film that, like, he's been watching her closer than you, Right. Than she realized, than he realized or anything. And he realizes how depressed she is. And he's mm-hmm. been trying to get her out of it. And that was kind of his whole, like purpose for wanting to be around there and everything around her and everything and it's like, oh well damn it, now you're a really sweet, lovable Mm -hmm. dumbass that is really in over his head at this point. But yes.
2: Well and like there is a lot of shade thrown at him, Mm -hmm. but it's also it's not cruel. It's just like, dude, what? Like it's, it's a call out to like, what did you just say? Cause that doesn't make sense. Do you understand that that doesn't make right. sense? Cause it's important to me that you understand that. Or just
0: like him be, him wanting, wanting to come on the mission with Jack trainer. And it's like, no, you can't,
2: you don't know how to do
0: any of this. What are you doing?
2: Well, and, and it's just like, it's somebody who is, who has some level of intelligence, but doesn't know how to be smart Right. Yeah. Um because it's it's stuff like him calling her like a human mummy. Like the metaphor is correct, just cut the human part of it like it's implied H- mummies are human, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um you could say a living mummy, right? Like that's mm-hmm. fine. Or it's like when she catches him like trying to pick up the car door, she's like what are you going to do? What are you going to do with that? Yeah. Like what- <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's the point? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then he does get her back when she starts gathering up her sequence jumpsuit pieces and he's like, what are you going to do, reassemble it? And yeah. she's like, it's on loan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's the one who has the idea to use her jumpsuit as yeah. the, like, bait.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I, I found that, that whole thing so funny because she's clearly, like, her way of rationalizing and keeping her head on straight is being protective over this jumpsuit that's already right. ruined Yeah, <laughs> it, and, it, and it doesn't matter there's there's no going back because the first time she says that uh says something like that you can see like her ass is covered in dirt yeah <laughs> it's like it's done it's done kid.
1: <laughs> it was a valiant effort but like you tried kid but seriously yeah <laughs>
0: So one of the things that I loved in this movie was all of the secret – not secret, but like all of the the little nods to the romance tropes. So like at one point, um, Daniel Radcliffe's character character Abigail is Mm -hmm. saying something to her and he's like, yeah, just go back to your house and be lonely with all of your cats. (laughs) She's (laughs) like, I don't have cats, but that's the trope, like be an old lady with cats. Well, I um, love his
2: response to is that yeah. that's somehow sadder.
0: I know <laughs> <laughs> it is. And then all the cheese, all that poor cheese, as, as oh they're in the God. as they're in that like warehouse, and they open the big door, and the the helicopter. It's not a helicopter. It's like a hover fucking plane thing.
2: Is anyway like something ruined, out of avengers it ruined the cheese all of the cheese i'm i'm convinced now more than ever that cheese is following us i mean, I, agree. I agree because <laughs> uh, i was just like god damn that's a lot of fucking cheese all <laughs> the cheese queen we um. are the cheese queens
0: <laughs> oh um i don't think we've ever said that we are the cheese queens but i feel it now
2: although this now gives us the invitation to get crowns that say cheese queen and i'm in Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, when, when that was happening too, I was just, the thing that confused me more than anything, I was like, I understand that you were being kidnapped. I understand that this is a weird, bad guy. And I understand that like an ancient manuscript has been put in front of you and you're like, Whoa, this is a language that's supposed to be dead. This is amazing. Um, but you didn't sample one piece. She did. She had a couple on her plate. And she took a
0: bite, I think, of like brie or something in one scene.
2: No man. I mean, it wasn't I'm enough. Shoveling. Yeah, oh, shoveling,
1: <laughs> shoveling <laughs> all the cheese. In my head. I mean, yeah. I'm lactose intolerant. And I don't even care. I'm mean, like all the cheese.
2: I do love cheese. It's the least believable part of the movie. <laughs> That's the least
0: believable part. Um, the least believable part for me, or at least the dumbest part for me, on our characters' part is at the end when they finally get to the secret temple or whatever and they have to crawl through that tunnel and loretta goes in comes out alan goes in comes out and then they didn't try to bonk
1: the bad guys as they were trying to come out the tunnel perfect opportunity it's true well it is true however they do fall down below at the end of the tunnel so maybe they couldn't
2: hmm I think they could
1: have. I mean, I, I agreed. Oh, the rock.
2: I don't just... think they're very aggressive. Cause like the one time they do fight back, they're immediately like, Oh, do you think they're dead? <laughs> oh, <with> the bite! <laughs> yeah. <really. laughs> yeah. They
1: really freak out. Oh, but I mean, it was an accident and, and, He was coming after us. Like, they have to justify it. Maybe maybe they're Uh, fine.
0: No, no, I'm pretty sure they're dead. They were driving aggressively. It's their own fault.
2: (laughs) Don't be dicks on bikes. Right, don't (laughs) be dicks on bikes.
1: (laughs) He had a helmet on, and I'm sure it's still on. It might not be attached to the rest of his body. He (laughs) didn't (laughs) get a helmet on the rest of his body.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He had a helmet. He didn't have a helmet for the rest of his body. Oh, my God, that killed me.
1: (laughs) I did. One thing I did really like is because the whole movie up until this point has been like, super goofy and you know and everything until they're about to get into the car when you know he's he's jack trainers pushed her through the the wheelbarrow and they're about to get into the car and all of a sudden
2: jack gets like brutally murdered right i the first time i i shit you not i screamed like i was in a horror film i was like oh no (laughs) Oh my god, I was so blindsided by it. I was like, this doesn't happen in in rom-coms. What's happening?
1: I I kind of liked it. Because it was like they had this big, uh, I don't want to say, real. it's not even a realization moment. It was one of those, um, like, grounding moments of, oh fuck, this is actually happening. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden, Jack is brutally marked in front of them and his brains are on fucking Alan's face.
2: Well, and it takes Loretta a really long time to take it seriously. Yeah, you know, like she's just like whatever. You're, you're I got kidnapped by this weird kid named Abigail. Like whatever. It's well, nice. and she's very
0: rich. He, she knows who he is. Yeah. Well, she's sassing him the entire time. Yes. Like It's like you're kidnapped. You, have, <laughs> you like, don't like,
2: talk back. He could fucking stab you. And right? it is what it is, ma'am. <laughs>
0: um, I will say though, have you? Did you guys watch the end credit scene? Oh, yes. I didn't. Yeah, <gasps> apparently Jack. Shall we?
2: D- I, I mean, are you ready for us to spoil it yes. for you? Okay. Uh,
0: Jack didn't die. <gasps> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. You remember? Is he still handsome? Oh, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. For sure. yeah. Uh, he okay. So you remember it, the the way that Channing Tatum says he met him is at this like meditation retreat. Mm-hmm. So apparently, scared. I keep calling him Channing Tatum? What is his actual? Alan. 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 So Alan decides, you know what would be great? I'm going to take Loretta to the same fucking retreat. <laughs> <And> who's there? <laughs> fucking Jack Trainer.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jack Trainer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, you know how you only use 10% of your brain? I just switched to another 10%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, unfortunately, the entire time I was just
0: like, but that's not true. That's uh-huh. not how that, that, that works. That doesn't work.
1: That isn't how that works, but... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I guess it does if you're Jack Trainer. Yeah, like if, if you just
0: will yourself to, yeah. like, pop back up and like, oh, don't Jack need Trainor. that part.
2: He <laughs> reminded me of a character from this movie that's fucking fantastic, if you haven't already seen it, um, called Spy. It's literally just called Spy. It's got Melissa McCarthy as the lead in it. Um, the actress, I can't think of her name, the one who plays Chummy it, um, in um, Call oh, the Midwife. Call the Midwife? Yeah. Oh, I love Chummy. Um and <laughs> Jason Statham is also in it and fantastic. Also, Jude Law Law's in it and does a pretty good job with his character. Uh, but Jason Statham's character is like I am so intense that I like all my friends and family have been murdered. You wouldn't understand. I'm the best spy ever. <laughs> like, it- <laughs> and at one point, him and Melissa McCarthy are having like a fight where she's like. Also, make sure you, you hide your gun, or are you so intense that you have dick on your front and your back? <laughs> 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 anyway, if you haven't watched that movie, this is, like, my huge push to go watch it. It's hilarious as shit. It's like if you did Bond, made it female, and then made it hilarious as fuck. I would, I would buy
1: into that. Yep. It's yeah. very good. So, can we talk about Daniel Radcliffe's character? Mm -hmm. abigail fairfax abigail fairfax and what what is in his brother's name is leslie Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yes leslie fairfax they are i i love daniel radcliffe so much he's so fucking funny
2: sometimes can i make a confession here yes uh i found daniel radcliffe's character in this movie attractive Interesting. I don't know why. (laughs) Every I keep thinking like the next time I watch it because like I know he's yeah the bad guy and I'll be like no. Um, At the beginning of the movie until he starts throwing a temper tantrum, I'm like, "Hmm. why are you hot? (laughs) Is it just because Daniel
0: Radcliffe Radcliffe is hot? I will say I have never been attracted to Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I just remembering that he's short and there's nothing wrong with being short in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, But... but you're not exactly.
1: I am. That's true. He's Danny Height. He's taller than me. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, like, he's like appropriate. And in most things, you don't notice how short he is, but they put him by a lot of really tall people. Yeah, Mm.
2: like, yeah. Oh, it was intentional in this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Right. I don't. I genuinely. I've questioned many things about why this is the case. But I I think it's like, especially at the very beginning when he's like threatening her, there's something about that that I was like, can you play villains more often? So I do need to say this though, just
0: to clarify myself, height doesn't matter in relationships. It doesn't matter who's taller or shorter or the same height. Me and my husband are the same height. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think I want somebody who's smaller than me because it would make me feel too big.
2: So here's, the reason I don't go for shorter guys and it really has nothing to do with me giving a shit about what their height is or even like I I really don't go for guys who are the same height as me um, I'm 5'7 so like I'm pretty average um, in the Midwest you're average yeah yes. that's true
1: I'm um, like hey fuck off
2: well, okay so 5'5 five five is the average for the average woman um, and 5'10 I think is the average yeah. for the average man so I'm Anyway, mm-hmm. so the reason I don't go for them is because, uh, one, usually they aren't interested in me. Yeah. Two, um, I have anxiety about being big. Yeah. Um, feel and that. feeling big. And even if they are like, no, I love you. I think you're gorgeous. I'll be like, yeah, I don't believe you. Um, and, <laughs> and that's a you thing. not a Yeah, that's thing. a me thing. But there's also the them thing, and this is the biggest one. Is it's a problem usually for them? Like they're bitter about it.
1: Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of people. And I don't have, have the energy. Bit of like Napoleon syndrome.
2: Yes, I don't have the are. energy to coach someone through that, um, and so I'm not going to. And so I, 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 like, if someone comes to me and is like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'll be like okay sure but i am not going to ever extend that hand you know what i mean i do
1: i will say i don't go for guys shorter than me generally there aren't that many (laughs) um it has nothing to do with me being turned off by i actually had a really good there was a guy i went to school with that was a little bit shorter than me. And never mind. Nothing. Uh, nothing, nothing, tra-la-la. Um, but there's, there aren't that many that are shorter than me because, while these two are Amazons.
2: We're not. I'm not. We're just slightly above average. I'm actually really short for my family. I am
0: the shortest one in my family, but that means nothing.
1: Well, that's because your sister's like six foot tall. Yeah. Um, But I am 5'4". Yeah, so you're average. Yeah. I am just I think I'm just a little below I think average sure. is actually 55 five, but I'm just like hmm,
2: short. Anyway, getting back to what brought us here. Daniel Radcliffe mm-hmm. in this movie is fucking hilarious. Oh, he so is so funny. funny. Uh I I also love the bit where he's uh he's like confronting her in the tank and he <laughs> And he's like, you know, isn't this awesome? I have a bar in the middle of it. And he's like, I've always thought that that would be the coolest thing.
1: (laughs) He's so excitable about so many different things. Yes. He just cracks me up. I'm like, what is
2: what is happening when when we read about eccentric billionaires this is what they are in my head yes absolutely. you know what i mean like it's it's somebody who should not have access to money that has access to t- so much money and spends it on in-tank bars yes. instead of money. you know world peace climate change and world hunger any of those things but you gotta go
1: find the the fiery ruby crown so I just want to I just want to jump back to to our lovely couple for mm-hmm. just a minute, mm-hmm. and when they slide on into the water to, to escape, so that <laughs> they lose track of them, and then they come out, and he has leeches all over his ass, only on his ass, <laughs> and she has to pick them off.
2: Yeah, that that whole se- sequence was really funny, but uh, I think the part for me that proves how like obtuse I guess Alan really is is like she's clearly like loving on that dick. She's uh-huh. just
1: ogling. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> the twig and berries. And and he's just like, Did you get him yet? Oh my god, I can't look at it. Is it bad? It's like, Alan, bro, do you think she's gonna talk longingly about the leeches? <laughs> <laughs> And I was
1: she's like, well, you just, you imagine a thing and now it's just, it's here. And, and I'm like, oh, so you have been imagining Ellen's dick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Who wouldn't? I okay, mean, here's the thing. He's real pretty.
2: Even if he failed, if Channing Tatum came to save me, I'd be like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> right.
0: We might not get all the way back, but we're going to have some fun on the way.
2: We're going to have fun yeah, on the thing.
1: way. <laughs> he's real pretty. He's real oh. strong.
2: Also, okay, so... Obviously, like we talked about, a lot of this is like very similar to Romancing the Stone. Mm-hmm. One of the parts that I learned that, that was different was that she breaks her heels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not him. Yes. Not but the dance happens. I also love the dance. And, and that, that was too if, if she didn't dance with me, die. I would just die. That man oh, can yeah. dance. Oh
0: yeah, I know. I um, know. He was in so many dance movies. Geez.
2: Oh my god! And the Magic way he play. like leads her through the dance, I'm like, I wouldn't know what to do. I would panic and I would flail. But I feel like with him as my coach, I could get through it. I know I couldn't because
0: for some reason I can't follow. But I, I think I'd just melt into a puddle. I'd be like, just hold me. Do whatever
2: in. you want with these yeah. limbs. Take of mine. me, I'm yours. <laughs> just hold me and move me around. It's fine. <laughs> Oh my god! It was it was really hot. It
0: was so hot. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I could understand why you would want
2: to bone that man after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I wanted to a long time ago, but like oh, yeah. right I've now.
2: You for years. But... I mean, one dance with that man, and I'm in love. I guarantee uh-huh. it. Uh huh. I guarantee it. I mean, I'm surprised I'm that his there. wife there. lets him dance with other people. Uh, <laughs> Aren't they? They're <gasps> Oh, <laughs> guess who? My new husband's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> call me <laughs> um
0: apparently when he's not training for like movies and stuff he just kind of becomes
2: like he dad bod channing tatum that's even better i know better <laughs> even better like that man with a little bit of something to hold on to because mm-hmm. mm. mm-hmm. he can still dance like that mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie when she was pulling the leeches off his butt i was just like
1: but your butt oh yeah, that's the point
2: i the, the, the willpower she must have had to not give it a little
1: squeeze squeeze oh you know sandra did it <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to right oh my god <laughs> well and what i like about him being a little bit not a little bit a uh, full-on himbo is that like he, he In this movie, he really represents like the good version of that because yeah. there is a version of that where it's like you're just a fucking idiot, god damn it! But he's like the sweet, lovable, like really well intentioned, like only wants you to be happy, and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. we ask for himbo, this is what we're talking about.
0: Yep. And then they get to the scene where they're camping, and I'm just like, oh my god, he's a big sweetie
2: pie. Mm-hmm. And like he has psoriasis. Oh. <laughs> I know. That entire sequence was really entertaining as well. Because like the whole bit where um she's putting the face masks on his back because yeah. his eczema's broken out and she mm-hmm. stole his like oil to right. make the fire. And I, I remember even before I realized that that was what was going to happen. The first time I watched it, I was like, you're, you're wasting it. You like, you only need a little bit. Don't put right. the whole thing. No. God damn it, Sandra. Um, <laughs> but like that whole sequence where she like writes the scene as romantic that I loved so I much. Know. Like those, cause she does it a couple times. Of
0: of describing the moment mm-hmm. in her romance writer mm-hmm. way, and uh, every time she does, it's like it's a bit exaggerated. But I'm also like, this is nice.
2: Yeah, I know. this I'm is like, nice. Well, I think Tell her story, style of, of writing is in the vein of like older style yeah. romance mm-hmm. novels, which is probably why she's struggling to sell her books. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I do, I do love watching
1: them get into the hammock. <laughs> because they did it the completely illogical way uh-huh. where they, they <laughs> slept butts to butts. They, they spooned each other well they didn't spoon each other but like they got in so that their their heads were both on the same end and I'm like why would you do this to yourself like you put your legs towards the other person's head and then you because you're how are as...
2: they supposed to wake up cuddly?
1: right Fuck cuddling. Oh, the cuddling is overrated.
0: <laughs> no oh That's how you stay warm when it's cold at it's night. true. In the outside. Cuddle then you me, hug nice.
1: the legs. I hate cuddling. I hate it so much. I am a cold, dead person inside.
0: That doesn't get my
1: core warm.
0: That just gets my toes warm when Depends I stick them on under your good butt. how the
1: cuddling is
0: with it with the legs oh no i'm talking danny's way where it's oh. where it's heads going opposite directions
2: i wouldn't want heads going feet opposite in my face, directions. and that's the end of the discussion there so i would have done the same thing they did yeah heads go in opposite directions so you can't breathe on
1: me
0: <laughs> nah i want somebody i want somebody holding on for dear life and if the end of okay so i, I understand that, somebody
2: else's body heat exactly that's the reality yeah that's exactly
1: <laughs> it no absolutely not Mm-mm. A claustrophobic and and fuck off. Um, but also, and this is probably very contraindicated to you know the romance bit of this. But I don't want to wake up with someone's dick against my ass. I,
2: mean, <laughs> it I can try. be a
1: surprise. I won't lie to <laughs> you. It's it's too much in the morning. Channing Tatum's
0: dick against your ass is the best way to where I go. <laughs> See,
1: like, in theory, I love that. But, like, in reality, I really don't. I just, you need to stay on your side of the bed where
2: you belong. Well, we don't know that he had Morningwood. Wood. It's, I mean, that's a different movie. That's the proposal, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and she also wasn't, um, she was, like, kind of, ha- he was on his back when they woke up. And she was, like, kind of, like, half draped on top of him. Mm-hmm. So
2: i like cuddling when i'm cold if i'm hot not only do you need to find a different bed, um you need to get out of my house <laughs> i can't i'm like look get off of me don't touch me i can't stand it
1: you're not allowed to touch me and i am a distinctly terrible morning person so you are also not allowed to talk to me in the morning
2: mm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. i feel that i don't have any of your guys problems
2: that's
1: well and that is why you're married and we're not
2: yeah maybe you've been socialized to it you've been married so long you're like this is what life is
1: you also are kind of married to a cuddle slut
0: mm-hmm. well yeah but i liked cuddling before but well, true. But, again i you know i have younger siblings and maybe my sister shared a bed for a while so like i'm used to other people just being in my bed
2: i mean in like has not that a sexual way been frequent in my life yes was i always like yeah this is what i hope for not
1: no <laughs> I, mean, I was the spoiled bitch that always had my own room and i only have one other sibling and he's male
2: i had my own room i'll get uh, yeah but. but also maybe um it's it's probably a specific version of being introverted that you're like you need that physical space not just mental and emotional space very much so
1: yeah because i mean my cat can be too much for me <laughs>
2: this one sometimes she's a stage four clanger this is this is not she's not just here because you guys are here she is always in the same room with me if i'm home so she'll follow me from room to room um do i love that most of the time yeah yeah (laughs) i i guess i um
0: i get it but i'm definitely the person that's like hey pappy come here and cuddle me also don't talk to me for three hours Mm. Nope, don't say anything i'm reading but you have to hold on hold on
2: oh man no that's the opposite of yeah. me yeah
0: it's i mean but it's only that one person right yeah like yeah. if wiggles was like hey let's read together on the couch i'll be like listen
2: <laughs> i love you <laughs> i couldn't do it t- i can do that w- with you anyway because i um i emote <laughs> when i'm reading like <laughs> a lot you would be like shut the fuck up i probably
1: would um, I do emote a lot when I'm reading. Yeah. Apparently, I emote when I'm listening to audiobooks now, too.
2: I, st- think. I started emoting while watching this movie because um, I rewatched it a couple days ago mm-hmm. um, to make sure that I still remembered everything the way it was. And I had moments where, like, even though I knew exactly what was going to happen, I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. No, I'm not good at being quiet. This is a rom com that I enjoy. I'm around people I don't like, then I'm really good at being quiet. Fair
0: enough.
2: Yeah. Um, it is a
0: it is a really good rom com. Mm-hmm. Danny, tell us why you said. That. <laughs> well, ah.
2: just, so I'm not overly. What a great segue! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. <dear>. Please continue.
1: <laughs> I I don't overly love rom coms. That's just not my genre of. Of shit, it's just not. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just so it's goofy, and that's I think why I like it because there's so many rom coms that I just get secondhand embarrassment for them. Yes, and I can't stand that. Mm, and yeah. I I don't that this doesn't enact that in me. Like, yeah, is he kind of stupid? A little. he's he's a little dopey, but in the most genuine and sweethearted way. So I'm not embarrassed for him because also she doesn't shame him really for it like she does the things like what are you gonna do put it back together but like she's not making fun of him per se she's just pointing out why that's probably not the correct decision you know what i mean
0: well and we see him being this lovable dum-dum but i mean she's not exactly oh yeah no overly wise right she's got obviously a lot of book smarts but He's kind of the one who has to do all the wilderness shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, when, when she does finally say something that is cruel to Alan, it, it feels a lot less like she's intentionally trying to mock him and, and be mean to him. And a lot more about how she is lashing out because he's confronting her on the fact that, you know, she's giving up something that people really love that she does. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, because that's the other thing. She says something about it being like schlock. Or you know, and he's like, "You don't get to call it that, right?" So many people enjoy what you do, and so it's insulting to them for you to insult your talent, right? Which I thought was such an amazing
0: line Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just him being like, "Oh no, it's not like that." It's him being like,
1: "You don't get to do that and say that about things people like."
2: Yeah, right. This
1: people love what you've done, and so you don't get to insult yourself and insult them at the same time
2: that's rude her her reaction to it is very in vain of the people who like look down on Marvel movies and like is are the, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things to critique about them yes but you don't get to rob people of something that gives them joy just because you want to feel more highbrow yeah right you know it's and and there's definitely a lot of that attitude towards romance novels that I've been guilty from with from time to time um, especially when I was younger where I was like I'm not gonna read that um but you know if it makes you happy in a world where a lot of our life is shit fucking enjoy it and ignore everybody else exactly do you do you boo
0: i will say though that when they do the one book tour um like q a session or wherever that we get to see and everybody is like screaming oh my god i love it dash take your shirt off i was like okay that's a bit much we're not that thirsty i mean we're thirsty but we're not that thirsty
2: yeah well i think that our thirsty is a little bit more along the lines of hey that's hot from a distance but i'm really happy with it staying from a distance (laughs) right yeah
1: you can stay over there and do that i don't want you over here and do that right
2: well i have never really understood the like actually wanting to get to know a celebrity based on a movie book like music they've made no that like their art isn't the person and so i like it's a it's something that that person's created is it part of them sure but that's not an entire person yeah you know and i so i've always found that super uncomfortable
1: (laughs) i don't know I don't like, know. like, would I absolutely love to meet David, David Tennant? Yes. One because he's in Doctor Who, and two because he's the ultimate Who'vian. <laughs> <laughs> he's the biggest Who Doctor Who nerd there, there is. But like, do I think I know really anything about him because I watched Doctor Who? No. That's not who he is. Right. That's where he met his wife. Yes. But like, you know, it's just, so I, I totally understand what you're saying. Cause like, I would love to meet many of people, but not, but because of their art, not because of the character they necessarily played.
2: Right. And so that's the thing that I find. So I know that this is a thing that happens in real life, but the, the way that the girls are like screaming at him to take his shirt off, I'm like, this just feels gross. Doesn't it?
0: It's mm-hmm.
2: a little gross. It definitely feels objectifying. Mm-hmm. Feels objectifying, it is objectifying. Oh, that's true. Yes. I I don't get that. Like, and also, when, for me, there's a total separation between the character and the actor because, uh, you know, it's like, I will get obsessed with the character. I don't really get obsessed with an actor other than jokingly and being like, oh, yes, this hot man that I know nothing about. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I know absolute dog shit when it comes to Pedro Pascal, but he's also going to be my husband. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. You know, I mean, that's fair. I'm married him, driving. Channing Tatum. You know, Alan Tudyk. Like the list, it goes on.
0: <laughs> anyway, since we were talking about romance uh, readers, I guess let's talk about the romance in the movie. Yeah. What did you guys think of them as like a couple? Though, like they
2: they i don't know what do you think the chemistry was surprisingly there yeah yes
1: and i actually kind of so they didn't like overly go into the romance like yes Mm -hmm. it's a rom-com and it was implied as they were doing a thing but like the actual like romance does not happen until the very end Mm -hmm. yeah it's like the, the last scene is when he
0: kisses her that one time
1: yep and it's it's heavily implied that they've been together for a while at this yeah. point but this is also she has written a whole nother book mm-hmm. and it's been published
0: about them mm-hmm. yeah that it's, would be weird
1: that right would be weird basically their story and so yeah. it's like that's been a long-ass time that at that point because even if you know the story like you know exactly what's going to happen in that story it takes a long-ass time to write that shit
2: edit it and then edit it and, and, edit it, it. and mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and they did a book tour before this too this is the end of the end of that book tour so yeah it i would say it's probably been a year
1: at least easily
2: um but i also think that um when you look at the two of them together uh one of one of our biggest beefs right is that it happens too fast right Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense that you went from Mm -hmm. i met you yesterday i'm in love with you today let's get married tomorrow right Mm -hmm. romeo and juliet timelines suck but when you put... It all changes when you put people in an adrenaline situation. Mm-hmm. Because yes. it's, it's been proven time and time again. Like, if you want to fall in love with somebody, do something that causes you to have an adrenaline spike.
0: Well, but... Yes, you're correct. But with this, they knew each other.
2: Yeah, they've and, known
0: each other for
1: years at this point.
2: Right, so they also have that to build on as well. Yeah, correct. And... Uh, are they getting to know each other for the first time in many ways? Yes, mm-hmm. but they also have the dynamic of I'm still not jumping right into this. Mm-hmm. Like they, they still take their time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's implied that they will be taking their time with this.
1: Yep, and seeing where it's going. Mm-hmm. They're starting to finally enjoy each other's company. Right, which I think I would argue he always enjoyed her company. Mm-hmm. She just didn't look at him closely enough to enjoy his,
0: which makes sense with her being married and then grieving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the. This is probably just me putting my own uh, perspective on it, but I get the vibe that like her husband was distinctly different from Alan. Mm-hmm. So I also like the idea too that as you grow as a person, you can have many different loves and you look. Very different.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I also think that Alan doesn't really know that he has a crush on her until it becomes really clear because right. it's yeah. a life or death situation, and he's like, "Oh man!" Uh, like, I think up until that point he liked her and he admired her, but I don't think he realized he had a crush on her.
0: I I still love though. He's like, "All right, here's your cheese snack." She's, she's like, "Oh my god." god.
1: Oh (laughs) (laughs) cheese he brought her string cheese (gasps) oh man how warm was that string cheese at that point uh
2: okay i would have oh gobbled that entire thing i mean i
1: probably would have too i actually usually let string cheese warm up just a little bit before i sure partake
2: I also l- thought it was so cute when he was like, they didn't have glass bottles, so obviously we're going to hang on to that and right. recycle. I was <laughs> like, bro, you just crashed a car in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think your carbon footprint is still fucked. Okay.
0: He just obviously spent a lot of time envisioning what the rescue would look like. Mm-hmm. And obviously it didn't go that way. Shh,
1: you're safe now.
0: <laughs> oh, and fucking track. Jack Traynor steals it. A motherfucker! A motherfucker! I love that like instant chemistry between uh, Jack and Loretta mm-hmm. because it's just like, oh yeah, that's that's how it goes in the romance books. You say he's the damsel, and she's like, oh my god, you saved me. Mm-hmm. Well, then he gets shot. So,
1: yeah. oh, horrifically, it's so jarring when it happens. Don't worry, he just he just used a
0: different ten percent of his brain after that.
1: Yeah. We'll have to show
0: you, that, show you that show
1: clip <laughs> afterwards. I, on it, so, so I sat and was like watching the credits for a bit. And then, then I was like, well, if something was going to come up, it would have come by now. And so I turned it off.
2: You got to keep that Marvel mentality. You don't yep. leave until <laughs> all the credits in, are done.
1: <laughs> well, also, here's the thing. In typical Danny fashion,
2: I work quite mm-hmm.
1: early. And apparently my brain decides that, you know, 5 a.m. is the correct time to wake up on a Saturday.
2: Correct. No.
0: (laughs) I wake up when the sun does. So the summer I'm up at five. Winter, it's like eight o'clock if we're lucky.
2: Yeah. Jesus Christ, no. Absolutely not. If I'm up on a weekend before 9 a.m., that's a blown weekend.
0: Before nine? See, if I sleep in after nine, I'm like, you lost all of your alone time, Liz. Because I have a very short window where I'm awake and Pappy's not.
2: Yes, you have a different dynamic going on. Um, For me, sleep is like manna from heaven. So (laughs) I don't interrupt that for anything. Well, it it was just my body was
1: like, no, no, you're going to be awake now. And so then it was like 6 a.m. And I was like, what am I going to do right now? Oh, apparently I'm going to play The Sims on my laptop and watch The Lost City at the same time. (laughs) Not a bad choice.
2: I mean, I've I've wasted uh, my weekend's significantly in worse ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We don't need to talk about those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Same. Same, girl.
2: Well, what did you think about the romance, Liz? You didn't really tell us your thoughts.
0: I thought it was cute. I thought it was definitely one of the situations where I don't know, it just reminded me so much of the idea of two old people who have maybe lost their spouses, and they just kind of, like, find each other, and not like a, this is a life-changing romance way, but, like, in a, this is this is pleasant and, and enjoyable, and that's the kind of vibe I got out of it. Mm-hmm. And I could see, um, I don't know, I could see it working for them, because they are moving slowly, and they're mm-hmm. kind of just enjoying each other's company
2: you know uh, one thing i've been thinking about is i i would like us at the maybe at the end of the season to to just decide whether which couples we think end up staying together oh sure because I, I there are some of them that i'm like no, no, no. <laughs> no. You, you're done a month later
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i don't get that from these two obviously they're not because they've been through the whole book tour and everything mm-hmm. but it just feels like they're being cute.
2: Yeah. Well, and it also feels like they're not denying any part of their past. Mm-hmm.
0: You mm-hmm. know,
2: good, bad, and ugly. And I think that's really important. Like, if they were just like, okay, well, we decided we have the hots for each other, so we're going to pretend everything that happened before didn't, then it's like, no. 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 And he's still
1: the lovable dum dum. Like, he looked up the Latin phrase for her right in that moment.
2: But that's super cute. It was so super cute. cute.
1: And she, like, lovingly teases him about it a little bit.
2: Right. Well, and he, he... See, what I like about the ending is that he's now a little bit more in on the joke. Yeah. Rather mm-hmm. than just the butt of it. Yeah. Um, And that... That's, that's the way you need to treat your himbos in your life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will say a really...
1: There's a really romantic moment in the movie and it has absolutely nothing to do with them. And it's when you realize that the the crown that they were looking for was actually just oh, red yeah. seashells. Yes. All put together because he searched for rare red seashells and made her this. And then when he died, she crawled in the tomb with him and laid down and died beside him. Well Which is horrifying but still in a roundabout way really romantic.
2: I think that she even acknowledges the the horribleness of it because mm-hmm. she used to romanticize it and it's uh that's just tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The idea like I I can understand I think. Um I have obviously never had that kind of love, but I can understand I guess just not wanting to continue to live in a world where that person doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. But to really actually go through with it, that's tragic. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm. So, can we talk about
0: Oscar?
2: Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. I love but, him so what was, much. Uh, what was the name of his best friend again? I
0: forgot. The goat? Yes. I don't remember the goat's name. I want
2: to say it's like Dolores or something. Like yes. that. I think it was Dolores. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh, love that actor who who is Oscar, and I don't know his last name, uh, but his character is also named Oscar. And every time he shows up, I'm just like, God, you're so
1: fucking funny. Oh, my God. He's also Oscar in The Office.
2: He is. Oh, really? Well, I think a lot of them, that their names are their real names because yeah. they're actually from the writer's room. Oh. So they like weren't supposed to be long-running characters, but then the audience loved them. So, you know, that's how we got Creed and Toby and um, I think also uh, Meredith. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't remember who all was was writer's room and who was intentional cast but a lot of them were not intentional cast (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah so that's probably why Oscar is named Oscar (laughs) well I
0: just love him in this because he just sees Beth and is like that's the person I want to be with Um, platonically romantically I don't know I don't really know his vibe but he uh, carts her off in his plane where she needs to go. And then apparently is still with them mm-hmm. at the end of yeah. the book
2: tour. I think Beth, like, I, first of all, I want her to have her own spin-off romance. Yes. Please. Oh, so yes, bad. please. So bad. Please, please. When the writer's strike is over, give this to us. <laughs> um. <laughs> but also, I, I think that if we got to know more about her character, picking up strays, I think, is what she does. Like, oh, look at the crew she's got around her. So she she's, like, her social media person is a car wreck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. She's got Loretta, who is her main source of income, and Loretta's, like, fucking around drinking wine in her bathtub, right?
0: Hey, don't knock drinking wine in your bathtub. It's Not true. with ice it in it. Time.
2: Okay, with ice in it.
1: Probably. <laughs> yeah. She, like, calls her out hard on that, too. She really does. Like, okay.
2: I also love when she's pushing her. She's like, no pressure. Well, actually, some pressure. Just the right amount of pressure to get you motivated, but not anxious. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need that, yeah, <laughs> all the time. Um, but no, I think that she picks up Oscar along the way and decides, guess what, weirdo, you're coming with me. <laughs> well, and he ends up like,
1: because um, Ashley tries to attack her or tries to get away. And he takes him down. I mean, Abigail. Abigail. Sorry. That, I was like, who's Ashley? <laughs> I thought for a moment. I was like, is that the social media lady's name? No, no. I sorry, can't remember what her Abigail. Name is. Abigail tries to get away, and he takes him down. Her, her name Abigail. is Allison. So, also close.
0: Yeah. yeah. He, th- that's also one of my favorite lines there's obviously a lot of them but when Oscar tackle- tackles Abigail as he's trying to run away he's just like where are you going you're on a boat yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid right <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, man. I just also, I want to just carry with me the energy that Beth has because, yeah. like, that woman got shit done. Yeah, she did. I want to be as powerful as her. You're too I'm too introverted for that. I'm not, I'm not as powerful. I mean, you're not I'll wrong. never be as powerful.
0: It's it, it's the idea that you could say something that will make somebody angry and mad at you um, that, that stops me. <laughs> I'm like, I would love to run up to somebody and be like, listen here. But I don't got it in me. Mm.
2: got it. I think you do. It's just you have to be pushed to that point. Same. Yeah, as a, and she, she carries that energy all just constantly. All constantly. Like, I don't. will literally do whatever it takes to get things done, um, even if you're not going to like it. Now get <laughs> out there and sell that fucking book.
0: <laughs> I do need somebody in like that in my life, though. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be Beth, but I think I need a Beth. I if, would love a Beth. Who's just like, listen. You've got to get this done. You've got to get it done now. Now, don't freak out about it, but also, you know, do stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, the problem is the Beths of the world are burnt out and tired. Yeah. Uh, and they're giving up. And so we, we aren't allowed to have Beths anymore.
0: They could come be my Beth. It'd I be don't, a delightful Beth. I can't pay them. but <laughs> That's that's
2: <laughs> part of the problem. Fair nice. <laughs>
0: oh, <I know. laughs> Someday I'll be able to pay them.
2: Oh, man. Yeah no i i love i love that little motley crew towards the end and i also love that um i can't remember what his name is but abigail's like second henchman who's actually from the island like oh what is his oh what is his name it's driving me nuts. well
1: the reason they get free
2: and i can't remember what the other guy mustachio man's name is because wait i do because it's julian and i thought that's really funny that yes and the other guy's name is Rafi. Rafi. Yeah. Because uh, he does look like a Bruce. Mustache man does. Uh, <laughs> I also love that part where he's like, ha ha, you fell, and then immediately dies. I'm like, oh. They have no t- tolerance for rude people in this <laughs> There's actually a lot of death in this for being
0: a wrong guy. really is. And not just like off in the distance death, like, oh, that guy's been with us the whole movie death. Yeah. They killed Brad Pitt. They
2: killed Brad Pitt.
1: (laughs) Speaking of – so, I don't know why this this made me think of it. We should maybe revisit doing George of the Jungle.
2: That's a romance. It is, and it's peak Brendan Fasier hotness. Yep. I don't know that's not my brendan Fraser. i mean my brendan Fraser is the mummy yeah oh, okay. so it's a bit of a stretch to call it a romance but yeah. it is full of hotness so it, look listen listen if they didn't want us to think of that movie as the sexiest movie of all time they shouldn't have cast every person as sexy they all are every, person, every single person except for the guy who gets eaten by the bugs and the guy who gets trapped I watched a great TikTok that was talking about how
0: um, – oh, God, what's the mummy's actual name now? Anyway, Emotep. I, I thought Emotep was the the lady. No. That's no, a that's a the moon. moon. Okay. Um, anyway, so I watched a great TikTok that was just like, actually, he wasn't the bad guy here. No. no. <laughs> he was just trying to – Rest and these bitches roll up
2: and, and like break into his tomb. <laughs> right. I mean, he told you what he would do. Yeah. And then you were like surprised that he started sucking eyeballs out of people. It's, I mean, he's just doing what he said he would do. He's a man of his word. Yeah. He's a man of his word. And his girlfriend's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She, she abandons is. him. That's
1: true. Yeah.
2: So, what do you guys think about this i don't know if trend is really the right word but there seems to be more of these stories that are like someone is writing a romance novel in the story like what do you what do you make of that because i feel like it's coming back with a vengeance this idea that every woman listens to reads or writes romance
0: it's it is actually becoming extremely popular a bunch of the books that i've been reading lately like they're either an author or like an an editor or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Um, I think especially when you're looking at the books that have that, people are writing from a a perspective that they know and that's what they say is right, Mm -hmm. What you know.
1: So, that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and you can make the argument that that's been a thing for a long time. Stephen King even does it. There's a writer in almost every book that he writes.
2: Yes. But I think that I guess my perspective on it is this: I, I think that this movie does it really well because it's a part of the character and it's part of the plot. But it is not like you, if you needed to, you could remove quite a bit of that element from the from the movie, and we would still be enjoyable, right? The only really Really, the only two reasons why you need it in order to tell this story is that you need Loretta to have written something publicly that would mm-hmm. imply that mm-hmm. she knows this language, and you need a meet cute for Loretta and Alan. Yeah. Um. But other than that, she didn't have to be a romance writer. She could have written anything. Um. And she also, I mean, honestly, she could maybe she wrote rom coms instead of writing books, right? So. I think there's a lot of ways that this could be played with. Um, and so I'm just sort of like, maybe maybe we don't need to make every female character a romance writer.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, that it's like not necessary. I do think that it is more for the audience than mm-hmm. anything else. The idea that, hey, you're watching a rom-com that's about romance coms, comedy stuff.
2: <laughs> um, Well, okay, so imagine you just rewrite it to change it to be she is the one of the most popular writers slash directors of romance movies. Right, yeah, you and Alan's her her go to leading man. Yeah. 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 You totally could and everything and it wouldn't
1: make a huge difference by any means. Right. I kinda like it though. Like I like that it's it is a favorite scene of mine. It's the very beginning when she like they're tied up together with all the snakes around them and everything. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it stops and she goes, where did all the snakes come from? Why are, why are they all in here and everything? And then she just like screams up at the, at the ceiling, delete. And all the snakes disappear.
2: <laughs> I actually thought there was going to be more of that in the movie and was kind of disappointed that it wasn't there. Well, I think that's a nod to Romancing the Stone, right? Because right. that's
0: exactly yeah. how it opens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's – again, I think it's more just for the audience's sake because then you get to imagine all the little ties to romance tropes that they kind mm-hmm. of pepper in. And Yeah, you mm-hmm. could totally do it as a rom-com director or something, but if you changed it to like she is a – I don't know a, – a, a, an amazing uh, a professor that just published this massive article in the New York Times or something like that
2: would it lose a little bit
0: of the fun? I think it would.
2: Yeah, I think so, I think, too. Well, I think the fun that it loses is that how is Alan connected to her in a way that's kind of embarrassing? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I think there has to be that element of shared potential embarrassment in order mm-hmm. for, you, for you to, like, get that bond going the way right. that they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think it works really well in this movie. Um, I, I think that... Uh, I also don't then need to go see another movie that has this trope immediately in it. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I Yeah.
0: Get that. Well, that brings us to the end of the movie, doesn't it? I think it I does. I believe it does. What do you guys think? What are your ratings? Tell me your romance ratings.
2: I think this is a really solid romance. Do I think it's like top tier? No, but I, I'd i give it a 3.5. Same, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: I would agree with that. I was teetering between like a three, but that felt too low. So 3.5 is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is no spice, like literally zero. So let's do a comedy rating.
1: Okay. I like a comedy rating. Um, I honestly give it a four. This is a fucking funny movie. Mm -hmm.
2: I would agree with a four. I would agree with that. It got funnier every time I've watched it too.
1: And it's funny in the right way where it's not just funny because it's dumb. Mm -hmm. There's really clever hilarious things and then just one-liners that you're like what the fuck
0: i think that's why i like it so much is the comedy is like there's so many versions of it
2: yes Mm -hmm. yes there's a variety like there's the intellectual humor and then there's the potty humor and then there's the just like father
1: was a weatherman yes
0: like (laughs) there's almost farcical moments when they like
2: saving her from the Tent. yes that yeah, whole that whole thing very yeah. much felt like a farce yeah i loved it oh god pushing
1: her out in the wheelbarrow tied no. to the chair <laughs>
2: have you have you guys seen um crazy crazy stupid love no no okay well i think i put if it's not on our list it's gonna go on our list but there's a whole there's a sequence in that in movie that is the pinnacle Right. And it's very much has the same energy as this Brad Pitt rescue. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I thought it was really funny. And when I say it got funnier every time I watched it, it's not like, oh, I noticed new things for the first time. It's just the jokes are landing better the more I watch it. That brings us to our overall
0: rating. What you got for me?
1: It's a solid four for me.
0: I agree. I'm sitting on a four here. I'll complete the consensus. I feel like this is definitely one of those movies that I will just randomly put on the background if I'm, like, playing board games or something. I don't know. Just put that movie on. That was funny. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Although I thought that I was going to do that with this viewing because I it was, like, right. I've already seen it a few times. Like, I, I don't really need to pay attention. I kept finding, my, like, I was trying to do other things at the same time, and I kept finding myself sitting down and just watching it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to... What would you recommend if you liked this movie? Mm-hmm.
1: Romancing the Stone. I
0: know, it's like literally... Yeah. That's,
2: like, I, yeah. Uh, honestly, we really didn't even talk about how many things were so fucking similar.
0: I purposefully didn't, because I was like, that could be a podcast in and of itself, is just that topic.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> Just talking about them, like, ripping this movie off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but, I okay... Maybe this is a controversial take. I think they did it better. I agree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, and I I, I think
1: what changes is because Romancing the Stone seemed like kind of took itself a little more seriously than this mm-hmm. did, where this is like yeah. a true rom-com where that was kind of a romance action movie.
2: hmm You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would agree with that. So what yes. about yours? Uh-
2: That's why I said it first because I knew everyone else. Um. Okay. Uh, Mine is the Mummy. Sure. Um, It's it's more like *Romancing the song but it does take itself a little bit seriously. But it Mm -hmm. is mostly a comedy. It is. Mm -hmm. And and I do I do love the the main couple. They're they're very cute so this that's my go-to on this one what about you liz uh, so i struggled with this because
0: like all of those came to mind like the mummy romancing mm-hmm. the stone all of that and i was like what mm-hmm. is something new and the only one i could think of that i had actually seen was the jungle cruise which is a disney movie i literally never oh it. yeah it stars the rock Say less, (laughs) but I will be honest. The Jungle Cruise is not nearly as funny or just as good as Mm -hmm. this, but
2: it is kind of fun. So Hmm. I will say this is not a recommendation exactly. But um, one thing that kept coming to mind while watching this movie Mm -hmm. is how much this is, how much things have shifted from what I would have considered at uh, in the early 2000s to be a staple in rom-coms, which is 27 Dresses. Right. Um, I just kept thinking, like, I kept having these moments uh, where I was watching this where I was like, if, if this was made 10 years ago, 15 years ago, this is not the same movie. Mm-mm, not oh, at no. all. Um, and so, honestly, there's a part of me that would really like us to do 27 Dresses just because there's so much to unpack
0: there. I am nervous to do some of those old ones because I'm like, are we just not ripping them apart like Sweet Home Alabama? I'm like, ooh, Mm. could be. I don't know. Uh, I love that this movie, The Lost City, did kind of like buck some of those uh, tropes and traditions without being in your face about it. I think one of my favorite little things is the very end when Alan's – Head was shaved mm-hmm. because it's always the woman's hair that gets changed to show the passage of time, right? And then
2: they shaved his head instead. Yes, I, d- I did love yeah. that. I didn't even think about it, like, but I do remember recognizing that. Where I was like, oh. I also loved the fact that um, while she was this strong, independent woman, mostly um, she, you know, she was having some some tough times, but for the most part, she was holding her yeah. own throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, And Alan was making it harder. (laughs) But I I also loved that she also... That didn't mean that she had to be harsh. Like, even just think back to other Sandra Bullock movies. She has to be harsh in order to be taken seriously. Right. Mm -hmm. And Alan never pushes that point. One of my favorite movies ever is Miss Congeniality, right? Mm -hmm. But she's been forced into this pigeonhole thing of, like, if you want to be you want to be a cop you got to be tough if you want to be one of the boys you got to be tough this entire thing is about her her being forced back into femininity mm-hmm. and not none of that gets pushed in this movie no she no. just kind of exists as the person she is yep mm-hmm. neither of them really change
1: all that much they just are learning about each other and mm-hmm. that's that's what actual relationships are yeah you don't change for each other no you accept each other You accept each other for who you are yeah like you may grow in the relationship and change a little bit because you grew but that's not necessarily changing each other that's you growing as a person you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah yeah
2: okay well well that's it guys it's time for us to get lost in the city (laughs) no wiggles no no
0: wiggles no Negatory ghostwriter. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> folks, if you loved our discussion of The Lost City, uh, please let us know. Find us out there on the socials at Wrong Dusk Jackets or just Wrong Jackets out on Twitter. Or you can find our website at WrongDuskJackets.com. Uh, find us on uh, wherever you're listening. Give us a like. Give us a five stars. Give us a review. Whatever you want. We love to hear from you. Uh, but thanks so much for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye now. Bye.